Hey, dear patriots, someone asked me to please explain this very intricate design here, this diagram. So I'm going to attempt to do that in a short video, which sounds crazy, but I'm going to give it a try. Um, if you're new here, I'm Melissa, Red Pill of the World from the Freedom Force Battalion. You can find us on freedomforce.live with all of our social media links, tons of videos, how we show how this is biblical, literally what we are experiencing worldwide. So what in the world is this? This is the legacy of Israel and Edom. Edom is the family of Esau. Okay. And so symbolically, it's not about race, but it's about all, all those who follow in the footsteps of Esau and choose to do evil. Okay. So let's get started. First of all, let's just go real simple. Adam, obviously the first man who was ever created. And then he had Seth. Of course, he had Cain and Abel. Cain killed Abel and Cain was sent away. So Seth is the, is the, is the next son. He had other sons and daughters after that, but Seth is the one through whom um, we, that we follow that line. Okay. And then Enoch, you've already heard, I'm sure of Enoch, the book of Enoch, and it's a great, a great, a great uh, historical book. Um, so this is a great, great man. So you could, you follow through with that family line and then it gets to Noah. By the time Noah came around, the whole world had gone bad and the Lord had to, they were all doing this satanic worship. Okay. The same, you know, they all worship this satanic sacrifices, just like we've actually heard, we'd heard about it back in the day. We just didn't know it was still happening. Right. And so Noah was the only one, his family of eight people were the only ones who survived this flood of washing away all of this evil. The same thing is happening now, but this time it's only a small portion compared to what it was back in Noah's day. Okay. So then Noah had three sons. And so they were Shem, Ham, and, and Japheth. And so that's where it kind of starts to get more interesting about how the, the lines start to divide. And so Sam is the one that we usually, you know, follow. Shem as in Semites, Shemite, Semite, okay? And then Ham and Japheth. So let's talk about them real quick. So I'm going to take you to Genesis chapter 9. So here they've already gotten through this flood and they've survived. And, um, and then he, he began to be a husbandman. He planted a vineyard. And so he drank of the wine and he got drunk. He went, anyway, I'm going to tell you this evil about the evil son here. Sorry. Warning. Okay. So Genesis chapter nine, verse 21, he was uncovered in his tent. So basically he, he was drunk and for whatever reason, he didn't get his pajamas on, whatever. Um, he got halfway clothed and they fell out. Okay. So then ham, the father of Canaan, we already know Canaan stands for cannibals, okay, saw the nakedness of his father and he told his brethren without, okay, so you think, oh, well, we went in and he saw that he didn't have any clothes on, well, that, well there's more to it than that, so this guy was with a he was wicked. He was evil. He would just had evil thoughts and intents of the heart. But Shem and Japheth did not do that. They took a garment. They laid it upon both their shoulders. They went backward. They covered the nakedness of their father and their faces were backwards and they did saw not their father's nakedness. Okay. So initially you think, okay, well, you know, we're just trying to make sure it's modest. Well, there's something more to it because look what happens in verse 24. Noah awoke from his wine. He knew what his son, younger son had done unto him. And he said, cursed be Canaan, a servant of servants shall be, 
shall he be unto his brethren. He said, blessed be the Lord God of Shem and Canaan shall be his servant. God shall enlarge Japheth and he shall dwell in the tents of Shem and Canaan will be his servant. Okay, so that gives you an idea that this was a bad, bad thing, whatever he did. And it shows that the intents of the heart. And it really, when you look at all of Canaan from then on, you see that these are that the ones who, um, and it, again, it's not about race, but it's about when when a culture is set to do certain things, the the righteous ones say, I'm not going to be, I'm leaving. <laughs> I'm not going to be part of this. So this culture went that evil direction. Okay. So that was Canaan and then Japheth and then Gomer. Let me read to you that portion. Um, here, it gives a list of all these ones who came from, uh, actually go with, with Ham, Cush and Put and Canaan and the sons of Cush were these, you know, you can read in, in Genesis chapter 10, if you wanted to read all that, but Cush beget Nimrod. If you know about Nimrod, that's actually where uh, they were doing all this same stuff. Okay. And they were talking about the, the, the child sacrifice and that was just, they thought that was the way to go. And so it was very easy to control the people. And when you do, you know, put everyone in fear like that, but that's where Abraham lived with his family. And the Bible says that for told the Lord told Abraham to get up out of the land of his fathers, you know, and to go to the land that he would give him. Well, that's why, because these people were Satan worshipers. Okay. So that goes into, um, into Ham and then Japheth, uh, the sons of Japheth, they're Gomer, Magog, uh, Madai, uh, Javan, Tubal, Meshach and Tiraz and the sons of Gomer were Ashkenaz. Interesting name there, Ashkenaz, as in uh, you know what. So that's an interesting thing. And we're gonna, it's gonna be on this. Uh, we'll follow that. It's talked so it shows that, and a little farther down, it's going to show that a little bit too. All right. So then the other son, um, Shem. Let me go back to Genesis chapter ten. If you go on a little farther down, you'll see his family, and. Shem also had with the father of Eber, um, the brother of Japheth, the elder. And so you, you start following that line. Well, that gets you to uh, uh, Abraham. OK, so Peleg, they have such strange names, Peleg and Joktan and whatever. So ultimately, you're going to get down to Abraham. OK, and so if you look in the book, if you're reading in the book of Ju uh, Jubilees and uh, these different historical books, you'll see that Abraham was a contemporary of Noah. So they, they uh, you know, he got to sit at his feet and learn from him what had happened uh, directly from Noah. So super cool. So now, you know, the family of Shem. And so then you see all these, this list of names that you, when you're reading, you're like, who are all these people? Well, I'll read to you a little bit from De Deuteronomy chapter seven, when the Lord, your God brings you into the land, you are about to enter and occupy. He will clear away many nations ahead of you and the Hittites, the Girgashites, the Amorites, the Canaanites, the Perizzites, the Hivites, and the Jebusites. These seven nations are greater and more numerous than you. When the Lord, your God hands these nations over to you and you conquer them, you must come completely destroy them. Well, now when you initially read that, you're thinking, wow, that's a little bit much, right? Isn't that a little harsh? Well, no, it isn't. When you think about what they, what happened before Noah and Abraham knew very well what had happened, that these people had taken over the world and they had, um, you know, then, you know, it just got down to eight 
people who weren't doing this. Okay. So they knew that they could not put up with this. They had to eradicate anyone who was doing, he was worshiping Satan because the, they would overrun the world. Okay. Um, they're just so it's with, with untold wickedness. When the Lord, your God hands you uh, these nations over to you and you conquer them, you must completely destroy them. Make no treaties with them, show them no mercy. That's what we're dealing with this in this day. We are not making any uh, agreements, no agreements. This is the end of the road for them. Okay. Show no mercy. You shall must not intermarry with them. And, and we're going to see a little farther on when it got to being the, the Edomites who took over a lot of Judea, they were intermarrying and they, the, maybe the people thought they were Jews, but technically they were not, they weren't following the Lord. And so different times you'll see them, you know, separating. Well, it's not because of the race. People say, oh, it's because, you know, God is racist. No, it's not about that. It's about that they can't have Satan worship in your own household. People who are doing these types of things, if, if you can't have that in your family. Okay. It has to be just ripped away and 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 that has to stop and uh if someone were to say i'm i'm not doing any of that i re i you know reject any of that that would be fine if you look at the story of ruth she married boaz she was from the moabites and she but she was like nope i'm done with with that life and i'm gonna i want to walk with god and so she's in the uh one of the great 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 grandmothers of our lord jesus Anyway, don't intermarry. Don't let your daughters and sons marry their sons and daughters for that will lead you away from me to worship other gods. And so it's not about worshiping. It's about satanic sacrifice. Okay. So that's what that's about. All right. So now if you look here, our Japheth, Japheth is up here, kind of like uh, this Northern uh, area, uh, North of um, the Cas Caucasus mountains, which I'm going to go into here in a minute uh, between the Black Sea and the Caspian Sea. So Japheth, settled there and then Shem which is where you know Abraham's family is from he settled in Arabia and then Ham is right here but he ended up coming into Canaan also okay so we're going to talk about a little bit about that here is from Luke when he talks about the genealogy of our Lord Jesus when you go um, back into um, you know all the way back you go all the way back to Adam Okay, you'll see that Jesus was in the line of Shem. Okay, and then when you look in the, and um, also in, oh, was it? I guess I deleted that one somehow. I, let me see if I can find that one. Anyway, in Matthew, you see it also. You see that Jesus is from, you know, the, this line of, of Shem. Um, and then also the Perez line. Um, where did I put that? Anyway, so the, the, uh, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to get to the Perez line here in just a second about how that, how that comes into play. So let's go back to our little map and you'll see now we've gotten all the way down from Adam, uh, Seth, Enoch, Noah, Shem, Abraham. Now let's go into, we've got two sons. Now he had more, but this is the, the Isaac and Ishmael. So on Isaac, that is the, the chosen son. But when you, you know, this is, this is where they say, oh, well, we're Jewish because our father is Abraham. And you can see how it could become very confusing. But the Bible clearly says that those who follow Abraham's faith are truly his children. Okay. So it's not about necessarily a physical bloodline. It's about the same faith, the same 
character, the same life that we live. Okay. So here is where it says this in, um, here we go. In Galatians chapter three, verse seven, I really encourage you all with your version Bible app to read or to listen to it. Uh, the Bible app there, read uh, this to you. And again, I love the NLT version. So listen to this one, verse chapter three, verse six, in the same way, Abraham believed God and God counted him as righteous because of his faith. The real children of Abraham then are those who put their faith in God. So it's very important if you're going to be discussing any of this, that we make it very, very clear. This is not about a race. This is about faith. This is about those that the separating out those who, who walk with God and who, those who don't. Okay. So anyone is, is able to, to turn to the Lord and walk with him in a, in a forgiveness is, it can be found in Christ. The, the blood of Christ can wash away any sin. But the point is that if they, if they only want it because of their name, that's, that's not going to cut it, right? The, the name is not going to cut it. That's not going to buy forgiveness. All right. So then if you look here, you'll see a town called Hebron. Hebron, Hebron, right there, south of Jerusalem. Well, that is where Abraham settled. Remember, I was saying he's, the Lord told him to get up out of the land of his fathers. Well, he did, and he came down here to Hebron, and that was where they first began to be called Hebrews. Hebrews, the Hebrew people, okay? So right there from Hebron, that's where he settled. All right, so then the Hebrew language is a Semitic, as in, as I was saying before, Sam, uh, um, let me go back to my picture, Sam right? Sem, Abraham is from Sem. So Semitic is about this, um, the, the, that family line, Semitic. Okay. That's where it all comes from. Okay. So then he, Hebron is located 32 kilometers south of Jerusalem. It's built on several hills and wadis, most of which run north to south. The Hebrew word Hebron is explained as being derived from the Hebrew word for friend, Haver, Haver. Um, and so, uh, a description of the, for the patriarch Abraham, the Ab Arabic Al Khalil, literally the friend, has a nearly identical derivation and also refers to Abraham or Ibrahim, whom Muslims sim similarly describe as the friend of God. Isn't that cool? So when you think of Hebrew, it's a friend of God, a, a friend. And so that's when you read the history and you'll see that different times, you know, he's there to help rescue people. Abraham was a very, very strong man. You know, we always look at the pictures. He's got the white hair and all the beard and all that. But he was a very strong warrior. And when someone had would would you know, when they took actually his his nephew Lot and uh, he the uh, all these people had been um, uh uh, kidnapped. He he went and got him. <laughs> he said, "No, we're taking these people back." He was a very very strong, uh, powerful man and a really great great man. Everyone knew of, and no doubt, no no wonder his his name has has lived on. The Lord had a great great plan for him, which I go into on their other videos. Anyway, so this is his son Isaac. I'm sorry, this is actually Jacob, whose name was changed to Israel. But when you go back home, when you go through the family, you see that Abraham had Isaac. And, um, and Ishmael, the story between those two is this was the promised child, Isaac was. If you remember, Ishmael was the one they tried to force it to happen and 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 they and and his mother was not Sarah okay so this was the child uh, Isaac was the child of the promise and Ishmael symbolically is the child of the of the of the 
you know, legally the child, but not the child of promise. So again, it's not so much about yes, those individuals, it's more about the symbolism that you, that you take from it. Are you going to be the, the child of the promise who, who walks by faith and walks in, in this promise and walks by, by in, the, in the relationship with God or someone who's like, I'm just going to get all the blessings because I'm in the, I'm in the family. It's that kind of, that's kind of thing. Um, so th- that's more of a legalistic way of looking at it and, and that I'm, I, you know, God owes me something, right? Type of thing. And so we have the same faith as Abraham that we we respect the Lord, we obey him, we we honor him, and we don't take things for granted. Okay, like that. All right, so Ishmael, he's showing here, was really the father, the, the beginning of um of Islam. I, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe so, maybe not. All right, so then Isaac's Isaac had twins, Jacob and Esau. Now that's where this picture comes in. Uh into play here no not that one all right so jacob and esau were the ones that were wrestling in the womb and it goes into this i've got a video on this uh let me see if i can find it yes okay right here this is where to learn more about jacob and esau because you hear kind of a little bit from genesis and you you know you get a you get an idea of 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 who they are but it's we've kind of been led to believe that they were really really pretty much the same you know isaac was um uh, i'm sorry jacob was a trickster and he was bad and, and and esau was bad too but they were both bad but that's not really the case. When you read the book of Jasher, you read the book of uh, uh, Jubilees, you see very, very clearly that there was a, a big, huge difference. For example, with, with Jacob, he wanted the blessing of the Lord. He gave up everything to get the blessing of the Lord, whereas Esau was just in it for the money. So again, we go back to the difference between the child of the promise, the child of the relationship and the, and the faith, or is it someone who's just wanting the stuff and do, do their own thing and, and, and just say, I, I deserve to just you know, do whatever I want to do. And, and you know God has to accept me either way. Okay, that type of thing. So Esau is... When you read the book of Jasher and the book of Jubilees, and I'll, I'll make sure you have the link to that. It's just horrifying to see how much he, he just, he would just t- mistreat people and just almost for spite and, and just for just, just, just to be evil. And, you know, so he had his, he taught his children to do that same thing. So it's not about race, but it is about, you know, when, when people are, are, are have been taught and, 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 you know, um, you know, have seen this example and that this is acceptable, right? It's just like, if you know a family who's like, oh, well, it's acceptable to lie. It's acceptable to steal. It's acceptable to this and that, right? So that was, that was Esau. And Jacob, on the other hand, was someone who's like, I'm going to, I'm walking with the Lord and it doesn't, I want his blessing and whatever has to happen. If I have to lose my, whatever I have to lose. I will, I'll do whatever I have to do because I have, I want God's blessing that. So he's some that, and Abraham was very clear, very clear with, um, with Isaac that he wanted the blessing to go to Jacob and Jacob. So what's the one whose name was later changed to Israel? He got the blessing. He had to fight for it, but he got it. 
And that's really for us. If we want the blessing of God, we're going, we, it's not going to come necessarily easy. We have to get it by, by faith and by being steadfast and, and walking with the Lord. All right. So then I want you to see this one also. The, okay. The next one is it's going to break down in the next breakdown. Okay. So you've got the Jacob and the Esau. Now Jacob had all of these kids, so many kids. So uh, we're doing them kind of going together down, down the road. So you've got the 12 kids, Reuben, Gad, Asher, Dan, Naphtali, uh, Levi, uh, or Levi, Issachar, Simeon, Zebulun, and Benjamin. And then Joseph on the right, we see right here, Joseph was the main birthright. And then Judah had the royal title. Now, if you if you remember, it says that the that that, that he would get the um, that the 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 royal. Let me see if I can. I think I have, have the verse right here. Let's see if I can find it. Okay, here is the. Um, that's not it. That's not it either. Okay. Well, bottom line that 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 the royal title would go through. Judah, the lion of the tribe of Judah, and that the, that, um, the, that the scepter would not pass from Judah until Shiloh comes, until the Messiah comes, okay? So this video right here goes into the two lines. It, it, Fast forward into when Judah had his children, he had Perez and Zara, and there's where you get the two lines of Judah, really, really amazing. And I go into that in this video right here, but when you look back here, okay, so you've got the, that's where you get into the Judah line, you've got it separated out, Zara and Perez. Now the Perez line is, if you think of P before Z, so P was the older one, he was the firstborn, and so he was the one who got to rule in Jerusalem, okay, so he was from the house of David, so David was, I'm sorry, David was from the house of, um, from this Perez line, okay, from Judah, Okay, so he got to be there. And then whatever happened to the ones, the Zara ones, well, those ended up going there. Like, we, we're, we're destined to rule. So where are we going to go? Well, they ended up going all throughout Europe and ended up in with what says here, Hibernia, Hibernia, whatever you call that in, in Ireland. And so that's where you, you end up having the, um, the, on the land of Tara that I've told you about. If you haven't seen that, you've got to go. This is just really, really cool. This was the beginning of the monarchy. All of this, when you fast, you know, pass go fast forward into the, you know, all these years later, this is where the, the, the monarchy started because this was the, the Royal kingdom. Okay. And this is, clearly what the Lord said would happen. And this is, exact, is exactly what's happened. They have pretty much ruled the world. Okay. From there. All right. So that this all throughout here, they, they moved out uh, all throughout here. And then specifically the line of Judah settled right here and, and to rule from here. Um, so then later on, there's a video. It's just so cool. Um, let me see if I can find that one. No, not that one. So there's one America. Do you know who you are? Maybe it's this one. I don't want to pause it. Okay. There is one called America Israel. Israel. Mm, I guess I'm going to have to pause it. Hold on real quick. I'll be right back.
Here it is. This is the one called America's True Identity. Again, I'll make sure that you have the link to this. So this is um, uh, all these videos about our true heritage that has been hidden from us. Judah, your brother shall praise you. Your hand shall be on your brothers, on the neck of your brothers. Your father's sons will bow down to you. Judah is a lion's whelp from this prey. My son, you have gone up. He couches, he lies down as a lion and as a lion who dares rouse him up. The scepter shall not depart from Judah, nor the ruler's staff from between his feet until Shiloh comes. That's what I was trying to say before. Anyway, so this goes into how, how they began to rule uh, in, in this area. It turned out the two sticks, such a neat story, but when, um, when the Pharaoh's line was, was cast out of Jerusalem, that they rejoined these two sticks, Pharaoh's and Zara lines rejoined in Ireland. Such an amazing story. It's right there on this one, America's true identity. Um, so, and then also on this one, the Pharaoh's and the Zara lines, those are all such great, well, and you could tell by, it's such great, research i was able to find this information out but the 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 flags the heraldry shows you that this is the these lines from the these uh these uh the jewish line the hebrew line hebrew as in hebron as in abraham okay now and hebrew another way that they would say instead of saying that someone was a hebrew they would shorten and say that this person was a jew okay so that's it's a, someone who has that same faith as abraham so some people were saying oh well jew didn't come into being until much much later about jesus's time no that's not true the jew the name jew came into being way way be, way before that in, during abraham's time so that's that's uh, that's not historically accurate all right, so then you go on and you see what ended up happening. Remember, I was saying there was a it was a captivity. Well, it was a wild, wild west, right? And so this the Judah tribe, the green one here in the in the south, there were two tribes, two uh, not tribes of uh, two um, two kingdoms. They they divided their kingdom. Two of the tribes ended up in the south. The other 10 tribes were in the north. So this green one, this these two from the south, ended up being taken into captivity into Babylon, as in like Daniel and all of them. So they end up going over here into Babylon, and they were there for like 400 and whatever years, okay? And then the purple is where they were, the Assyrians took them, and they ended up right here. King Cyrus said, you don't have to stay, you can go. And it was at that point, this is you know hundreds of years later, later but they ended up leaving, and then that's when they uh, they went all throughout the Caucasus Mountains right here and all throughout Europe, as I was saying before. Okay. And so that now they, they've settled, you might think, oh, well, they've been scattered. And yes, we were scattered. God's people were scattered, whether we're Israelites or just brought in because of, you know, adopted into the family. Either way, we were scattered. But the point is, it's about your faith. It's not even about whether you're a physical progeny because it's your children of Abraham if you have the same faith as Abraham, right? All right, so then uh, let's see the next thing I want you to see. Let's see. So now we're down to Joseph. Let me go back to do do that one before we go any farther. Joseph got this, this main birthright, okay? Even though he didn't get the royal title, he got this birthright of Manasseh and Ephraim. And that's where I go into this video again, uh, about America, do you know who you are? This on um, America's true identity, because our heraldry in our country shows that we're Manasseh, okay, and uh, that England really is is Ephraim, okay. So then these are the ones that are really great to watch to 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 get that. And so the point is when when they were 
I keep going, trying to find exactly the one I want to show you. But when, um, when that's the one, this video right here, here's one more I want you to see. I want to make sure you have the link to all of this in, um, in the video. And I'm going to call it, what are we going to call it? Let's call it Legacy. Let's call it Legacy, L-E-G-A-C-Y. Okay, I'm going to call it freedomforce.live slash legacy. Okay, and so I'll have all these links for these videos so you can, can do all this research. All right, so, and it's just so great to piece this together because then you begin to realize this is, this is real. This is, this cannot be stopped. This is all part of God's plan to save the world and to keep the, the evildoers from taking over. And he's had us scattered all over the earth for that very reason. So that we really infiltrated everywhere. And it's our faith that, that overcomes the world. Our faith is what overcomes the world. It's not about our race. It's not about anything. It's about that God's people. And I've got this beautiful picture at the end. I was going to show you. I'm going to just go ahead and show it to you now. It's this beautiful picture of, of, of God's people, whatever color our skin is, it doesn't really matter. We're, we have been scattered all over the world. And that whether we love God or not, is, is not, it has nothing to do with race. It's about the content of our character, right? Let me see if I can go back to this picture of... Um, let me go back to the one of, um, I want you to see the one back to his sons, Jacob and his sons. I don't know if I, if I closed it, but you know, Jacob had four wives and so they all have different, you know, these kids have different skin colors. Oh, there it is. Finally, I get it. <laughs> so he has four different wives and then two of them were slaves and two of the wives were slaves. And so you know, they have all this, the different skin color. And then you have the two other kids, Manasseh and Ephraim have a, an Egyptian mother. So she was very probably dark, dark skin. So the point is, Israel has, is just red and yellow, black and white. Isn't that beautiful? All over the world. Isn't that beautiful? So, and it's about our faith that overcomes the world. That's just so, so beautiful. All right. But that's America is the nation of Ephraim or Manasseh. Okay, so I, I really do believe it's, it's Manasseh. And it's this blessing that the Lord had given to, uh, the double blessing that it was given to Joseph, okay? And he's just, um, because of his faith, because he did the right thing, no matter what the, what the cost, no matter what was going on, and even when he was a, 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 in, in the dungeon in Egypt, no matter what, no matter what was thrown at him, he continued to do the right thing. All right, so now we've gotten to Manasseh and Ephraim. You've done it with the, the, the two royal lines of Zara and Pharaohs, right? We've gotten those. All right, so then let's go back to the, the Hittites and the Canaanites and the Hivites and the Horites. This, all this Edomites from Esau, the one who was so evil and did evil, this just continues, to, this this continual struggle between good and evil. Um, and you see this in Genesis 36, you see these, these um, uh, his descendants. Again, it's about that they are being taught. They're being, uh, finding these things to be acceptable. It's, you know, they are very welcome to repent and to, and to start walking with the Lord, but they, you know, Unfortunately, when someone has cho has been taught this way, it's it's really hard to leave it, especially when there's so much of this world to gain, right? 
All right. So the Edomites move. He said uh, this in this one, it says they moved to Judea, Idumea, and then mixed with the Judahites, producing Herod and some Pharisees. Now, this is true that they intermarried and maybe the people didn't realize they thought they were Jewish. Well, they said we're Jewish because technically they are from Abraham, but they were not truly, you know, worshiping the Lord. And, and even now someone, you know, you can have a friend who says they're a Christian. It's by their actions. The actions prove it more than their words, right? We already, your mom told you that, right? So, um, so back to now we're going to go back. He, now we're getting back into when we, they move back to Judea. So let me show you the map there. Here they are in Babylon. They have been hauled off into Babylon. This is the whole Babylonian empire back in the day. Okay. So almost all the known world. Yes. There were some people who lived throughout now what we know of as Europe, but the, the big, the bulk of the people lived here in Babylon. So then when you, when it's time for the people to go back, then they have an area called um, Judea. You see this Judea right here. There's Jerusalem. Let me see if I can make it a little bit smaller. I meant to go smaller. Okay. So there is, think of it like a county, Okay, uh, it's this area called Judea, and so it's near, you know, Jude Jerusalem is in Judea, and so they were moving back, and ne Nehemiah had them uh, make sure, absolutely positively sure, that they had, that they they were part of this, that they were really, truly, you know, God's people. It's been 450 years, some crazy amount of, you know, a long time, 500 years that they had been in Babylon. So he needed to make sure that these people were legit, that they really, you know, especially the ones who were going to be the Levites who in the priesthood, who were going to run the, the, the worship. He needed to make sure that they had their credentials, that they really were truly people who worshiped the Lord and not infiltrators. The same thing that we've experienced, you know, and we just, we, infiltration instead of invasion. You know, we didn't realize that these people had infiltrated uh, every organization, including the church. All right. So they came back. And, and so Nehemiah on this video, build the wall. Not very many people have seen this one, but, but I think that maybe did when I had it on YouTube, but you know, he, they came back in, I love this. And they came back and they built the, the walls and each of the families uh, that he had vetted to make sure that they were legit. They built the wall so they could protect the people and make sure that they would not be snuffed out. Okay. It's a beautiful, beautiful thing. So again, about this walls, right. And it talks, talks about fight for your families. And so they had to be very, very brave uh, because the evildoers were trying to stop them. So cool. So ne Nehemiah was uh, helping to set up Jerusalem after all, after they had been gone in captivity for all those years. And he was the one who did do the Jubilee. But after that, the, the bad guys who were fake Jews came in and they infiltrated and they never did keep it again, even until the day when Jesus, uh, you know, came in and, and <laughs> tore them a new one. So look at, look at where it says in, Je in Revelation chapter three, um, it says, look, I will force those who belong to Satan's synagogue, those liars who say they are Jews, but are not to come and bow down at your feet. They will acknowledge that you are the ones I love. Okay. So he, you know, they might be physically, they might've actually been physical uh, Jews from like great, great, great grandchildren of Abraham, but they were not, what he's saying is they didn't really love the Lord. They didn't, weren't obedient to him. And they, they did it by the show by their actions. They were not true Jews. That's always 
I know I can't sound like a broken record, but it's so, so important that we that we understand that. And this is a little farther up in Revelation chapter three. Um, I thought this was a very important passage to read. I know all the things that you do and that you have a, rep- a reputation for being alive, but you are dead. Wake up. You have a reputation of being awake. I think a lot of churches have this reputation. Oh, we're, we got the spirit, you know, all that. We got the spirit of God, blah, blah, blah. But, but do they even know what's going on? It's like, sometimes I'm like, really, really? Yeah. Wake up, strengthen what little remains. This, the, if you will seriously ask the Lord, I just had someone today. They're like, we put out truth for them to help them to be, to be well. And would just don't want to take it. No, I'll just trust these doctors. And, and they're so sick. And you're like, I don't know what to do for you, you know, because you just, it's out there for you and you're free to take this information, but you just choose to stay asleep. Same thing with, with, with so many of the churches right now, just the information is out there. We try to share it and wake up (laughs) anyway. All right. So now back to what Jesus said, when he went before these fake Jews and, and they had, they met, they had the hats and they had the outfits, they had the robe, they had the phylacteries, they had the whole getup and they had, they knew the verses and they, they just, just were using the people and, and stealing from the people. Sounds so familiar, right? So this is in Matthew chapter 23, verse 31, but in saying this, you testify against yourselves that you indeed, uh, you are indeed the descendants of those who murdered the prophets. He knew, Jesus knew that they were not Jews. He knew that these people were fake. He knew that they were who they were descendants of, that they were not descendants of, you know, Daniel and Nehemiah's type. They were not descendants of these. He knew that they were descendants of those who they had murdered the prophets, who fought against the Lord, fought against what the what God was doing. He knew that that they were. This was with who they were from, and they've been taught to do this evil. And they were, you know, that's that's what they love to do. He says, "Go ahead and finish what your ancestors started. Go ahead, go ahead, snakes, sons of vipers. How will you escape the judgment of hell?" <laughs> Jesus did not play with these people, and he was saying this not in a private room. He was saying this out in front of everybody that was listening. Oh my goodness, they were so mad they could have screamed, and that's why they put him on the cross. Okay, because they're like, he knows, he knows the truth about us. He knows that we're fake and he knows that we're Edomites. Okay, so go back to our picture. He know this is the Edomites and they, they had, had infiltrated. Okay, and, and they were in the leadership position. All right, so now go back to the David. It goes, you, you continue through his son Solomon and, um, uh, and he had also had a son, Nathan. And that's where you get Mary and Joseph and they got married. So they're both from the line of David. Okay. And so Jesus, of course, is from the line of David. All right. So then this other one from the house of David, 200, uh, 100, uh, 150, I'm not sure what that means, of, of Judah, take it into Assyria. Okay. So that's what I was saying before about going into the the Assyrian captivity and where Cyrus had set the people free. All right. So then they were the ones who migrated over into Europe as the Goths and the Celts and the Saxons and the Irish and the Scots and the Danes and all of that, the 12 tribed Israel under the new covenant, the scattered tribes who are, who are going throughout the world. And truly we're the ones who infiltrate, right? But we're doing it honestly, that's why we've been slammed. But anyway, so then the, this other group, they had migrated to Egypt, Asia, Minor, Greece, Khazaria, et cetera, became known as 
Jews. They hijacked this name Jew. Okay, whether they whether they were from Abraham or not, they weren't of the same faith as Abraham. And this is uh, the uh, the Khazars and the Ashkenazim. All right. So then let's see if I can show you this picture. Okay, this is where they lived right up here in this area. Again, this is just north of where the captivity was, the Assyrian captivity. But they have moved up into this area. And then if you remember later on. Uh, like in in, the, in World War II, they came down and that's who they were trying to kick out of, of Germany. And so they, they're really good at tricking people, aren't they? And that's, this, is, this is really good. It's down to who the Rathis are, the Rothschilds, that they are Khazars and they have come in and they've taken over by ruthlessness and taken over the banking system and, the, and all the financial. And so that, that they, and they've, anybody who would say anything about them, they are saying, oh, you're an anti-Semite. You're, you know, they've, they've hijacked this name for that purpose. All right. So then the last part is, the la okay, if you want to, um, if you're a little bit uh, light on some of the, the stories, I keep talking about, you know, Esau and Jacob and Isaac and all that, you might want to check out this series right here, um, uh, Vision Video, the animated Bible series, season one, whatever. So, so just look that up. I will make sure you have a link to that. And then maybe that can help you to kind of become more familiar with the people and the stories and, and so that you don't have to wonder who are all these people she's talking about and what, you know, it, it's, it's, It'll be more helpful if you if you have that understanding. I would do that first to make sure you have a clear understanding of and read the book of Genesis. Um, anyway, and Jubilees and Jasher and there's so much. But to start with, I think these videos are really good because then when you read the video and then I mean sorry, watch the video and then you read the book of Genesis, it all of a sudden oh that's who that was. Okay, okay, and it's just to become familiar with the people and the, and the, how the story, how, how it goes. All right. So then the, I think that was it. That was it. Basically he's got one last thing in the middle. Esau is the end of the world and Jacob is the beginning of it that followeth. Now this is really, really cool because it says in that's from second Esdras chapter six, I'm going to read that little portion to you. He said unto me from eight, from eight, Abraham unto Isaac, when Jacob and Esau were born of him, Jacob's hand held first the heel of Esau. And what he's saying here is Jacob was going to go second. Esau was going to go first. Esau was going to get to do his evil on this earth. Esau was going to get to rule and do all of his evil. And then Jacob was going to follow after the holding on to the heel. He's like, I'm, I'm, I'm going to come after you. I'm going to, you're, you're going to go first. You're going to do all your evil stuff. And then I'm going to be able to have the righteousness rule the earth. Okay. For in verse nine, for Esau is the end of the world at the end of this evil, evil stuff. And Jacob is the beginning of it that followeth. Isn't that great? The hand of a man is between the heel and the hand. The other question, Ezra, uh, one other question, ask thou not. I answered then and said, O Lord, thou bearest rule, for I have found thy favor in thy sight. I beseech thee, show thy servant the end of thy tokens, whereof thou showest me part the last night. So he answered and said unto, him, unto me, stand upon thy feet and hear a mighty sounding voice. And it shall be as it were a great motion, but the place where thou standest shall not be moved. And therefore, when it speaketh, be not afraid, for the word is of the end and the foundation of the earth is understood. Why? Because the speech of these things trembles and is moved, for it is no, it knows that the end of these things must be changed. And it happened that when I had heard it, I stood upon my feet and hearkened, I listened. And behold, there was a voice of that spake and the sound 
sound of it was like the sound of many waters. And it said, behold, the days come that I will begin to draw nigh and to visit them that dwell upon the earth. The Lord will draw near and begin to dwell with them that visit them that dwell upon the earth and will begin to make inquisition of them and what they they be that have hurt unjustly with their unrighteousness as in this whole Esau ilk, this whole group of Edomites, this whole group that has done this, you know, cabal. Okay. Think when you see Esau, think cabal. Okay. And when the affliction of Zion shall be fulfilled, we have, <laughs> thankfully we're drawing near to the end of our affliction. Thank you, Lord. And when the world that shall be begin to vanish away shall be finished, then will I show these tokens. The books will be opened before, before the firmament and they shall see all together. Everyone's going to see this together. Everyone's going to wake up together and realize what's been going on, that these very ones that we thought were good in these positions of authority uh, and who were running things were really evil. Okay. And the children of a year old shall speak with their voices. The women with child shall bring forth untimely children of three or four months old, and they shall live and be raised up. And suddenly shall the sown places appear unsown. The full storehouses shall suddenly be found empty and the trumpet shall give a sound, which when every man hears, they shall be suddenly afraid. It's going to, it's a lot of crazy stuff has been happening. We already know that. Verse 24, at that time shall friends fight one against an, another like enemies and the earth shall stand in fear for the, with those that dwell therein. The springs of the fountains shall stand still and in three hours they shall not run. Whosoever remains from all these things that I have told thee shall escape and see my salvation and the end of your world, the end of this evil running the world, in other words. And the men that are received shall see it and, and have not tasted death from their birth. The heart of the inhabitants shall be changed and turned into another meaning and evil shall be put out and deceit shall be quenched. As for faith, it shall flourish. Corruption shall be overcome and the truth, which have been so long without fruit shall be declared. Isn't that beautiful? That's from second Ezra, Ezra's chapter six. That's exactly from that passage that he had pointed out whoever made this. That was pretty, pretty cool. All right. So I want you to see that. And then this is um, from, um, I want to say, I want to say Micah chapter, um, uh, uh, just go with verse 15. The day is near when I, the Lord, will judge all godless nations, all the godless Edomites. As you have done to Israel, so it will be done to you. All your evil deeds will fall back on your own heads. Just as you swallowed up my people on my holy mountain, so you and the surrounding nations will swallow the punishment I pour out on you. Yes, all the nations will drink and stagger and disappear from history. But Jerusalem, God's people, will become a refuge for those who escape. It will be a holy place, and the people of Israel will come back to reclaim their inheritance. The people of Israel will be a raging fire and Edom a field of dry stubble. Poof, right? The descendants of Joseph will be a flame. That's the what, like I was talking about before, um, Manasseh and Ephraim, a, a flame roaring across the field, devouring everything. There will be no survivors in Edom. Again, not about race. race. It's about those who do evil. Not one will be left. How great is that? All right, I want you to see that. I think that's everything. That's it. That's it. Pretty, pretty good. 
47 minutes. All right. So let's pray um, and uh, get things. Thank you, Lord, that this promise is yay and amen. Nothing can stop what is coming because it is written in your word and you are the one who controls everything. No one can say, what are you doing? Or, or can stay your hand. You, your will will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Lord, we thank you that we're getting to this day when it's the end of this Edomites running things and that we are all seeing it together. Thank you, Lord, that just as you've said in your word, it is, we're seeing it before our very eyes. Lord, I thank you for this summer. It's going to be a hot summer as more and more awaken and see this. Uh, we just wait on you, Lord, to, to touch the hearts of men and women in the perfect time and in the perfect way. And Lord, just use us again, however you see fit, so that we can be part of what you're doing on this earth. What an honor, what a blessing that you have have quickened us. You've awakened us. You've touched our hearts. And uh, Lord, we just ask you to, to forgive us. We ask you to bless us. We ask you to, to be near to us. Give us the strength that we need to be able to fight in this day and uh, provide for us, protect us, shield us from the enemy and uh, give us the words to speak in that very hour. We pray all these things in your wonderful, wonderful name, the King of the world, King Jesus. Amen. I love you guys. If you want to, okay, if you want to check out any of these things, I've got the audio book. Here's the book right here. End times and a thousand years of peace. That's what we're headed for. And this is the explanation of the book of Revelation. If you want to watch, uh, listen to the audio book, I will read it to you for eight and a half hours. Here's all of our social media. Please make sure you are linked. You're, you are uh, subscribed and that you have the notification bell. So you'll be notified. Sometimes Rumble works. Sometimes BitChute works. I don't have any control over that. It's just what it is. And make sure you're on freedom force telegram make sure you've got your little your little bell rung so that you can be a part of that and come and chat with us over there and uh and th this is where the all the playlists are of almost 500 videos we're loading them up as fast as we can to get them all loaded up here's our, our freedom force battalion gear with our cups and our shirts and our uh all kinds of phone covers and, and pillows and all kinds of good stuff and then uh, and bags oh i didn't even show you this cool bag a cool cute bag isn't that cute um, and then, um, and then the health, please make sure you take care of your health. Definitely go. And I would love for you to join me on get fit with Melly. I'm talking about how you please, please, please cleanse your water. Please, 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 um, detox. Okay. I'm going to, I've talked about all kinds of things to help you to get your health in good shape and that's it. Share, share, share you guys. And I love you. And I will talk to you later.